Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to be looking at IPv6 access control lists. We'll be discussing IPv6 access control list overviews and syntax, and then we'll be configuring an IPv6 access control list. This episode is part of my series on network security. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. As the migration to IPv6 continues, IPv6 attacks are becoming more pervasive. IPv4 will, won't disappear overnight. It's going to be here for probably several years. IPv4 will exist with IPv6, and gradually it's going to be replaced with IPv6. What this does, it creates a potential security hole. A security concern is that attackers leveraging IPv4 to exploit the IPv6 in a dual stack environment. Once again, dual stack is running IPv4 and IPv6. They're going to leverage that to get into your systems. Threat actors can accomplish stealth attacks that result in trust exploitation, and they can use this by using dual stacked hosts, maybe a rogue network, uh, sorry, a rogue network discovery protocol messages, so NDP, that's IP version 6, and tunneling techniques. Now, to protect against these threats, filter at the edge of your network using various techniques. One of these techniques here is IPv6 access control list. The ACL functionality in IPv6 is like, in, like ACLs in IPv4. However, there is no equivalent to an IPv4 standard access control list. The IPv4 standard access control list, where you look at just the source address, does not exist in IPv6 access control list. All IPv6 access control lists must be configured with a name. You can't have numbered access control lists. They all must be named. IPv6 access control lists allow filtering based on source and destination addresses that are traveling inbound and outbound specific interfaces. So source and destination addresses, inbound and outbound on specific interfaces. These IPv6 access control lists also support traffic filtering based on IPv6 option headers. And it also on optional upper layer protocol type information for finer granularity control, like extended access control lists in IPv4. To set up your IPv6 access control list, we use the IPv6 access list command. So right here, IPv6 access list. This is very similar to the IPv4. The only difference here is IPv and then the v6. As you work with operating systems between, or sorry, Cisco devices, you'll notice between the IPv4 and IPv6, we just add the v6 on there to identify IPv6. That's all we've done right here. And then we can go ahead and give it its name. Once you've given it its name, then you can go ahead and create all of those access control entries. For our access control entries, first you either specify deny or permit. Once again, are you gonna deny or permit traffic 
through your deny or permit that packet. Then you say the protocol here, enter the name or the number of an internet protocol or an integer representing an IPv6 protocol number. Then we look here at the source IPv6 prefix and prefix length. What we're here is the source or destination IPv6 network or class of network for which the set or permit conditions apply. So here we're looking at the IPv6 network with the, with the prefix length to either that we're going to use for the permit or deny. We can also specify any and host at that point in time. Then we have the operator and port number. This is greater than equal to port number would be the port 80 for HTTP traffic is an example. Then we have the destination IPv6 address with its prefix. So where's the traffic going? So we can filter on source and or destination. We can also use the keywords any and host along with our operator and port number again. Next we have DSCP. What this does is matches a differentiated service code point value. This is dealing with IPv6 addresses against the traffic class value of that traffic class field of each of the IPv6 packet headers. Now, an acceptable range here is from zero to 63. After DSCP, we have fragments. What the fragments do is it matches non-initial fragmented packets. Once again, this is all IPv6 terminology where the fragmented extension header contains a non-zero fragmented offset. After fragments, we have log and this turns on your logging. It causes an informational logging message about the packet that matches the entry permit deny protocols, it, it creates that entry to be sent to the console. Then we have log input after that. So log input wrapping on my line here. This is also optional. It provides the same function as the log keyword, except that the logging message also includes the input interface. After that, we have the sequence value. This is also here again is optional. And this specifies the sequence number value for the access list statement. The acceptable range for the sequence value is from one to just a little over 4 billion. And finally, we have time range. This is another optional command. What this does is it specifies the time range that applies to the permit statement. If you like this episode on IPv6 access controls and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Click that notification bell to turn on notifications to be alerted every time I release a new episode and there are a lot more episodes headed your way. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. An IPv6 access control list contains an implicit deny IPv6 any command at the end. Each IPv6 access control list also contains implicit permit rules to enable IPv6 neighbor discovery.
The IPv6 neighbor discovery protocol requires that the IPv6 network, the network layer here, to send neighbor advertisements, typically referred to as NAs, and neighbor solicitations, NSs. If the administrator configures a deny IPv6 any command without explicitly permitting the neighbor discovery protocols, the NAs and the NSs, the neighbor advertisements, neighbor solicitations, then network discovery protocol will be denied. So if you deny IPv6, all IPv6 traffic, if you explicitly put that in there, so if you type that in, you will disable network discovery protocol unless you explicitly put in there to allow those um, network advertisements and the network solicitations to happen. What we have here is on R1. So this is R1's configuration. We have R1 right here in our diagram. And we're permitting inbound traffic on G00. So right here's G00, inbound traffic. We're allowing traffic and looking here, we created our IPv6 access list. We named it LAN only. We followed the naming convention, all capital letters here. What we're doing here is allowing all traffic. We're permitting all inbound traffic from the 2001 DB8 colon one colon one network access our device. We're also explicitly allowing our network advert, sorry, our neighbor advertisements and our neighbor solicitations. And then we are denying all other IPv6 traffic. What we can do now is we end out of this and we can use the show IPv6 access list command and it's going to list out all IPv6 access list. Here we have the IPv6 access list of LAN only, and that's the one we just created up here. It gives us all of our ACEs here, our access control entries, and these are the ones we're saying. And now we also have sequence numbers at the end of these statements. If the administrator only configured the first permit statement, so only configured this permit statement there, the ACL would, would work as intended because these are implicitly put in here. So these are normally implicit, meaning you don't have to type them in. IPv6 access control list implicitly allows neighbor advertisements and neighbor solicitations through there. But it's a good recommendation to document what's happening. So explicitly put in the stuff that is automatically happening. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on IPv6 access control list. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. You can get all of these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I picked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on network security. Once again, 
I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.